Golden State Warriors basketball. This is the Mark Jackson Show. I don't go with what the norm is. My goal from day one is to not be an average coach. Pull up three. Good. Now here's Mr. T on the Sports Weekly. Garrett Jack will bring it up. Guarded by LeBron James. Checking the clock. Here comes Curry with five. Can't get the pass off. So Jack's still dribbling. Looking, waiting with two. Pass inside to Draymond Green. Laid it in on a backdoor lob with .9 to go. And Miami calls a timeout. Draymond Green went backdoor and banked it home. It is time for the Mark Jackson Show, presented by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit stanfordhospital.org. Well, Jack, here we are again on a Thursday, talking about another win on a Wednesday. <laughs> How surprised you sound. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm just, I, I expect Wednesdays are win days. Well, you're right about that, and another uh, great win for my guys, and uh, extremely pleased the way we're playing, the way we're competing, and glad that you know those guys individually and collectively are, you know, are getting some some recognition. As a former point guard, as Shane Battier decided to go way way out on that pick that Draymond Green uh, set at the end of the game, allowing. Draymond uh, slipped to the bucket as a point guard. How big did your eyes get when you saw that? Well, pretty big, you know. <laughs> um, and the credit, the credit really goes to the weapons that Steph and Clay are coming mm-hmm. off those down screens. You know, there's a play you see every single night in the NBA. So it's not like uh, we just created uh, an, an incredible play. It's just options that you have off that play. And both of those guys did a great job of selling it. And uh, Jack and Draymond did an excellent job of executing their part. Now, if you were coaching, let me just ask you, and I'm not going to ask you to coach a coach the Heat, but philosophically, when you see a play like that and you have a great shooter coming, let's say at the end of the game, and you want to make sure that shooter doesn't get the shot, because in my mind, ideally, if you're going to have Battier jump out and Ray Allen trail it, then you're going to ask your big guy to come from the weak side and at least try to get in that passing lane and give the maybe give uh, Battier a split second to get back to his man. In looking at that, do you think Battier jumps out a little too hard on that? Uh, the big guy was supposed to come over, didn't come over? I mean, if you're looking at your team doing something like that, what would be the defensive rotation? Well, it's a great question, and I think that the, the thing that makes it dangerous is who's coming off that screen. Yeah. Uh, if you have a great player coming off that screen uh, or a guy that's on fire, similar to J.J. Redick last week uh, at home against the Orlando Magic, there's times that you want to jump that guy or trap him, which is what Shane Batty was attempting to do. But you have to be on, 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 on one accord, meaning that weak side big guy has to jump out also. Um, it's important for the problem is that Shane Battier did it prior to the catch mm-hmm. or prior to the pass. If you're going to jump the guy catching the basketball, you've got to make sure that the pass, meaning from Jared Jack to Clay Thompson, is made. Mm-hmm. When you cheat the play, it leaves a wide open Draymond Green. Um, would you have expected a rookie? to maybe screw up that last play? I mean, because it seemed to me the most remarkable thing about the last play is that Green knew right away, A, what he saw, what was going on around him, 
and made his break at the right time. Is that a normal rookie move, or is that something that you would normally expect from more of a veteran player? Well, I'll tell you what, Draymond Green is as smart a a basketball player as as there is. He's exceptionally bright. Uh, For a rookie, it's unparalleled uh, how much he knows on both sides of the basketball. But I I will say this, that's a simple play, and, and that's something that you see um, you practice it, you work on it, you drill it, and as soon as somebody cheats to play, you have to be ready to read it and flash to the basketball. And he did a great job of reading it. Uh, I, I wish I could pump him up even more, <laughs> but, he's, but it's a simple read, and he made the right one. Look, they ran away from Green like he had halitosis. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. He he had to be like, where's everybody going? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, and, and to their credit, I mean, you got a guy in Clay Thompson coming off that's been hot all night long. You have Steph Curry on the weak side, which really eliminates the help because he's in the play also. That guy has a responsibility to help with Dwayne Wade defending Steph Curry on the opposite side. He's a live option also, so that big guy has a responsibility to help him. So it makes it a tough play to defend and and a, a lot of action going on. I think at the end of the day, you want a point guard who sees it all and is able to pick and choose which which option to go with. What'd you tell your team on the prior possession? You guys had forty about forty four seconds left, I want to say it was, in that possession. I was telling Ray when I was watching the game that this is a possession where you need to make sure you use the clock properly in that you don't want to get the shot up too quick and give them a chance for two for one, but you also want to make sure that you get the last shot of the game, and I've seen teams time and time again butcher that situation where they won't get a shot off and they'll end up giving the team a shot or they'll get it off too quick. The other team has a chance to go two for one and get the last shot. Talk about what you told your team in that possession and how you orchestrated it so you would have the last shot of that game but not give Miami enough chance to go two for one. Well, we wanted to make sure that we you know, ate some clock, but at the same time we wanted to make sure we got a quality look the worst thing that could have possibly happened in that situation is to turn the basketball over and they get it in transition and score an easy one. So we wanted to execute offense and uh, make sure we put ourselves in position to get the ball back for another possession. And actually, you know, a, a design play where David Lee got a, you know, a, a running left-hand layup uh, that was contested, but he should have shot. He should, he should have shot that ball. Yeah, we accomplished what we wanted but didn't wind up with the points. So we were pleased with the possession. Uh, but most importantly, the difference with this team is these guys are going to battle on the defensive end. And, and, and we were happy with the idea of needing a stop, even though it's a tall task defending those guys. But yeah. defensively, we got it done. Should he not have shot that jump shot? You know, you, you, you catch the basketball and it's wide open. Uh, and you underestimate their athleticism, their quickness, their ability to close out. So he has an open jump shot, turns it down, and then he has a contested layup. I think it's a read, and I, mm-hmm. I have no problem with, okay. with the read he made. Yeah, because I always – and that's one of the things that, that Nelly always said was, and it made sense to me, why turn down an open jump shot to get a more difficult shot eight feet closer to the bucket? And it always kind of resonated with me that a lot of times growing up playing basketball, you think the closer to the bucket you get, the easier the shot's going to be. Well, certainly at this level, when you have the athletes that are protecting the bucket, those shots can become a lot harder the closer you get to the bucket. So that's why I asked that, because and once again, 
I know how quick those guys move, and I know how quick you got to think when you're making your move. And sometimes you may even see something that wasn't there or not see something quickly enough to take advantage of it. But I've always been a proponent of if it's your shot and you're wide open, take it. Don't try to get closer to the bucket and make it a harder shot. Yeah, you know, that's something we talked about in the timeouts. You know, understanding that, you know, this is a very good defensive team and very athletic. We wanted guys to be aggressive and, and, and made sure. We didn't want guys turning down shots uh, because we knew that they that, that there wasn't going to be a lot of open shots all night long. Talking to Mark Jackson, head coach of the Golden State Warriors. We talked a little bit about the, the edge on this team, the, the grittiness of this team, and how Landry has brought that, and Jack has brought that, and Draymond Green has brought that, and I'm expecting that Andrew Bogut, when he's healthy, will bring that. How has that manifested itself this year in you watching this team win road games, come from five down in Miami and win that game where maybe prior uh, Warrior teams wouldn't have won that game, a game in Washington where you come off a satisfying win in Brooklyn and maybe don't play your best but find a way to win that game. Do you see that grittiness? And if so, how do you think it manifests itself out on the basketball court? Well, I think it comes from guys being tied into one another, guys really embracing one another, enjoying one another. Uh uh, really passionate about the game of basketball and great competitors. I think it comes from a healthy Steph Curry, uh, who who exudes you know confidence the way he's playing right now. Guys believe, hey, we got as good a guy on the floor as as, as the opposition, and he can make plays. Uh, it comes from David Lee playing the way he's playing. It comes from guys buying into the system and, and working extremely hard so that when you, the lights do come on, you're not afraid because you understand that you're as prepared as any other team and you're more than capable of winning basketball games. And it also comes from experience, experience of losing battles, experience of, of making mistakes and turning basketballs over and, and, and blowing games down the stretch. That's how you learn how to win. And the fortunate thing for us is it was a quick process. It seemed forever but we have arrived, and, and, and it's important for us now to make sure we continue with this mindset and don't think you know, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen because we put in the time and effort. Is there a difference in your mind um, between winning as many close games as you have and winning so few by double-digit margins? Does, is that better in your mind because it, it makes your team tougher for all 48 or would you, could you use a blowout now and then? Well, in an ideal world, you you take a blowout and you'd give the guys on your bench who's sacrificing, who's supporting, um, who's working extremely hard, you give them a chance to play. That being said, um, we're not a team that's going to you know blow folks out. We're a team that's going to have to execute, compete, defend, take care of the basketball, uh, and win ball games. It's it's not going to be. Blowout city. We're not running away with stuff. Uh, we, we we're playing with without, in my opinion, two of our top five players, and certainly two of our top seven players that can't be debated, and and Bogut and Rush. Uh, so so we have to we have to do it collectively, and and we'll take wins by any means necessary. So essentially, we don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> well, I tell you how we're doing it. If you got guys that buy in, that work their tails off, and that's committed on the defensive end, and 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 refuse to let go of the rope, then great things can happen. And I wish I had a total explanation. Uh, I just thank God for the privilege of coaching this team because it's amazing what has taken place uh, so far this season. I'm, I'm absolutely speechless. And rebounding. 
I mean, you guys are consistently rebounding. Road, home, small lineup, bigger lineup with Festus out there. And I think that, to me anyway, Jack, it lends itself to the grittiness a little bit, is that guys like Jack will get in there and battle for a rebound. We know Landry will battle for rebounds. We've seen David Lee. Hell, last night he had a double-double at halftime. Draymond Green's rebounds per minute have, have been off the charts. He's like one every 2.6, 2.7 minutes. And for those that you know keep track of that stuff, 1.3 is usually your elite rebounders, one every three minutes. So I think the aggressiveness and the pursuing of the basketball has been contagious too. Well, I go back to that Denver home game where we lost it because they dominated us on the boards. Mm-hmm. We realized that night that if we don't rebound <clears throat> collectively, uh, we're not going to win ball games. And, and we were embarrassed by it. We were disappointed by it. And we realized that we can't depend on, you know, David Lee or or, or, or Carl Landry or Fester Zaley. We had to do it by committee. And since that game, we've had our smalls, we've had our bigs, <clears throat> everybody rebounding the basketball and, it's amazing when you look at the front lines and the teams that we're battling and tonight in and night out uh, come out where our rebounding numbers are, 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 are awfully impressive. Hey, before I let you go, Jack, I haven't watched uh, most of the games, some of the road games we're doing the show here, so I can't pay complete attention, but I, you, you seem very calm on the sidelines. I know you're not, I, and I know you've never been a yeller or a screamer, and I knew that because you played with me and you didn't yell and scream at me a whole lot. <laughs> so I figured at that point you probably were fairly calm. <laughs> do do you know when you're upset? I mean, do you get upset? How does that manifest itself with uh, with you on the sidelines when you were not happy with what you see? Because I mean, I I know you're more of a teacher than a a yeller or a screamer or a button pusher. But are are there times where guys won't do what you're asking or or refuse to do something or aren't listening to you that you do get upset? Well, I don't have times, fortunately, where guys. Uh refuse to do what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. And I'm a guy that understands when people make mistakes, they miss assignments. We have a, a group of guys that's committed. They understand that they missed assignments. And, I mean, to compound that with yelling and screaming at them, to me, makes no sense. Let's talk about it. My guys know when I'm upset. Uh, we discuss it. Uh, I'm not going to, like I said, when I took the job, I'm not going to lose my hair. I'm not going to go gray, and I'm not going to be stressed out. Uh, I'm going to develop some guys, and we're going we're gonna to do this thing together. Uh, so there's no need in me ranting and raving. I'm part of this group, and, and I, I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, these guys getting so much recognition and uh, accomplishing our goals, and we're not done. Can you at least kick a chair, like just one game? <laughs> I'll uh, make your show interesting, right? <laughs> be so the awesome. The lines will be off the chart. <laughs> or just get tossed. <laughs> get in Joey Crawford's grill one night. Yeah. I, I, I got it. I may just hire uh, 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 Tobin as an assistant, and just for that one game, so he can he can air it all out. Oh, it'll be awesome. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll wear a Duncan jersey and taunt, taunt Joey Crawford. That's what I'll do. Oh I'll just God. laugh at him until he throws me out. <laughs> I don't think it'll take long. Oh, I'm sure it wouldn't. <laughs> hey, Jack, uh, really good stuff. Congratulations on the road trip so far. I know you got two more to go. And then I want to let everybody know Tuesday night the Warriors come back home and we'll be giving out a pair of tickets to head over to the uh, the Oracle and check out the Warriors. Really good stuff. I haven't seen stuff like this around here in quite some time. So congratulations, Jack, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me again. All right, Coach. Take it easy, man.